When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. John Von Tobel is here. That's John. That's Caleb Herring. Caleb played quarterback for the Rebels, and he's the color analyst. Uh, I don't know if he has any eligibility left. Uh, Coach Odom and, and uh, Caleb can present, hook up on that. Present Caleb in his true light. He's the last uh, UNLV quarterback to bring him to a bowl. <laughs> Uh, my last year was 2013-14. The okay. bowls in 14, but right. the season's 13. Let's look for an extension and blame it on COVID. We might be able to find you another <laughs> There year. we go. I've been, I've been seeing who I can track down and get a hold of that because I think it's only right that the alumni get a chance at that too, right? There's no doubt. <laughs> everything, and, and I, I say this, uh, you look as a, as a team, everything goes through the quarterback. And it, when you've got a quarterback that's playing at a high level, you've got a chance to win every game. And, and if you don't, then it's going to be a struggle. So yeah. that's a huge part of uh, the college game for sure. And, and the fact that you understand that is, is on point. And how big was it then with that in mind to see the current quarterback, Doug Brunfield, in attendance today? Yeah, so important. Because, you know, and I went through, I, I've been blessed in, in, the, in the coaching world and, and uh, with the quarterback position. Because you start, when I started at, at Missouri, we had a guy named Brad Smith who was electric, dual threat guy. Then it went to Chase Daniel. Then it went to Blaine Gabbert. Uh, then we had Drew Locke as my quarterback when I was a head coach. I went to Memphis and a guy named Paxton Lynch. All draft picks, but also it made our job um, 
at least on the defensive side, you knew you, knew you had a chance every single game. And uh, so it's so important. And we've got to take the skill set that they have and develop the offense around it. So with that in mind, how important is the current roster when you're making decisions about your offensive yeah. coordinator, the rest of your staff, how important is that roster and their skill set to what you'll be looking for in your support staff? Well, I think, number one, you, you've got to find a, a – tremendous teachers as coaches because you've always got to adjust to your skill set of your roster so that'll be at the forefront of, of my mind I know it's a, a big hire and get the offensive coordinator get it right uh, I've also had success with that Josh Heupel was my first offensive coordinator I hired he's turned out doing pretty good um, so there's an uh, the ability to connect and understand how important that position is for me because I am I'm labeled a defensive guy Okay, but we're going to score points. The four years I was a head coach, we were 8th, ninth, 13th in the country our first three years in, in scoring points in total offense. And we understand in the game of college football, you've got to be able to score points and win the game. So, uh, I'm, you know, I'm really interested. I think that was the thing that stuck out in your introduction was essentially saying, well, I want these guys to stay here. Uh, in your mindset when you're coming into a new program, there's different approaches, right? There's I want to do things my way and I'm going to yeah. bring in my guys, and then there's bringing these guys back into the fold. What goes into that mindset of saying, you know, I need you guys yeah. to stick around here to build this thing? Well, they're, they're invested into this place, and I want them to this trust me. I know I've got to earn that, but I want them to give me time to show how we're going to get this done. And, and you know, the, the portal has, has changed our, our world on, you know, every team – are going to have portal entries. That's going to happen. I, I, I don't like that. I don't want to lose one guy. I want the current roster that we've got. I want to go build it with them as the core nucleus. That's my belief because I think as soon as you start getting into, okay, well, one leaves, we get one in. Well, are we just going to get him till December and then he's gone? You know, may not have the true investment into our program, but also look that competitively there's going to be opportunities that guys want to come here. I mean, I, I, I know that because – I've got communication, you know, the guys have, have gone that. You've got to find the right fit, and I don't want to divide the locker room on what these guys have already got built. We're going to be uh, very strategic in how we approach building the roster. So at, at Missouri, right, you were defense coordinator, then you get the head coaching job. What's kind of the difference now in, right, you were part of that team, you were part of that staff, and then you get to the top of it. What's the difference in now coming to a new market, new community, and taking over a new program? Yeah, really excited about it because I think we can develop our brand. Uh, there were a lot of things at, at Mizzou that, that were in place, which was awesome. And, you know, Gary Pinkle got inducted to the Hall of Fame last night, uh, absolutely a Hall of Fame coach and, and my biggest mentor. Uh, so I was trying to carry that torch and, and do the, the things that we needed to do to continue that success. I think here uh, with the opportunity that's there on um, starting over in some ways in some areas, uh, excited about trying to find ways to build it and build it creatively to make sure that we've got a competitive advantage. Barry Odoms with us, new head coach of uh, UNLV football. So you said during the press conference when the job opened up, you made a call almost immediately, hey, I have some interest. So what did you know about UNLV football, and why were you interested in it? Well, number one, uh, I did. I reached out with, I think it was a text message uh, early to, to Eric, and uh, they said I was interested if, if it was an open search. And, you know, you never know when a job comes open if there's already a hire made and how that goes. So uh, I wanted him to know that I was interested uh, because I didn't want him to assume that for some reason I wouldn't be. I was interested in, in this place because of him, okay, because of the ability with the city of Vegas, with geographic location, also with the opportunity in this conference. Um, I don't know the ins and outs of how this, the, the season went last year. I haven't studied enough film on it. You win five games, you're not that far away. 
Um, I also believe with really strong conviction that you can recruit high-level elite players here. And I think with, the, with that opportunity and the resources that are here, the opportunities that uh, we, can, we can ramp this up pretty quick. Any hesitation on a region change? And, you know, one of the big questions of fans is, hey, you know, Barry Odom hasn't really been in this region. And traditionally, right. UNLV has recruited California, Texas, Utah, Hawaii. Right. Um, so, you know, what goes into that process? We're like, hey, I'm going to have to change some things. I haven't been there. Yeah, I think, number one, you, you identify uh, with very organized structure on what you want your roster to look like. You identify players that fit that, and then it's just relationship building. And it's about giving in a high school to the coach, to the parent, to the guardian. You give them faith, hope, vision, and belief on what we're going to turn their young man into in competitively, academically, socially. And you give them the, the picture. You paint the picture on what it's going to be, and it doesn't matter if it's in New York or if it's in Hawaii or where it is. It's about relationship building on making sure they understand why it's the best fit uh, for their for their kid. So do you have to have people on the staff or recruiting coordinators who you know, may be familiar with Arizona and California? Do you have to have those regional ties? I think it's important that you do, yes, sir. And I don't think, I don't think that it's a, a required um, a requirement, but we've got to have some of that flavor for sure. One of the big things in this press conference that was from the president, the AD to yourself, was the community and really bringing the community into the fold of what's happening at UNLV and the opportunity. Also, another key term that you used was the opportunity before us. What do you see the relationships in the community being, and how can you build them and develop them going forward? I want it, I want it to be Vegas' team. I mean, that, you know, and that's easy to say. You've got to go do it. And all this, you, you've got to go earn it. And uh, the involvement is so important because the, this, the entertainment the value that's already in this marketplace, why not make it the best in college football in those worlds? Because there's not another there's not another college football team that can claim Vegas. So that's us, and we've got to go do it. And with that, do you look at the other things, the other entertainments, the Raiders and all the other sports in town and just the Strip itself as competition, or how can you be, I guess, in collaboration with that new energy that's now flowing through the city? It is exciting competition and one that we've got to work together with. I mean, it's got to be a partnership and developing relationships and working at it and the success that those organizations have had. We've got to, we've got to ride on that. We've got to sell it. We've got to use it. And that's, that's a reason that, that I'm here. Barry Odom is with us, new head coach of UNLV football. Intro press conference done just a couple of minutes ago. We have a few more minutes with the coach. Uh, the other thing, you know, taking a job in Vegas, Vegas has a certain image. You know, yep. people think it's not a family-friendly place. It is. Uh, we've all been here or grew up here, so we know the city. But uh, for you and your family, and I'd actually like you to, to repeat uh, who's in your family for the audience if they didn't hear the press conference, and then, you know, your thought process of, hey, now I'm going to have my family in Vegas, which has a reputation. Well, they're excited about being here. They're excited about the opportunity. They they know what they've read about Vegas, not not anything else. So to get the feet on the ground and understand and really see it, that was an important part for me. Uh, my wife and I met in college. We've been married 22 years. Uh, I've got an older son that is a senior in high school. He'll finish his high school career uh, back in Arkansas, and he's making the decision on where to go to school. He's going to be a college football player. He's got opportunities, so we'll see how that plays out. Uh, they just got beat in the state championship a week ago Saturday night, so they had a great high school career and, uh, and great experience there. Uh, my middle son's a sophomore in high school. Uh, he plays quarterback, and um, I don't know how I raised a quarterback with a defensive <laughs> guy, but, but we did. Um, and so he'll he'll transition out here pretty quick once we 
get identified kind of where we're going to live and school that he goes to. And then I've got a, a we have a seven-year-old daughter uh, that runs the show, and she's in charge. And uh, so we're, we're excited about the opportunity to be, be here. Uh, we're excited about being involved uh, in the community in, in every way that, that, it, that the head coach's wife can be. She's going to be at the forefront of, of helping in every way that we can. Outside of the recruiting story that you mentioned, no other Vegas experience like you, your wife, coming out here or experiencing the town? Not for radio. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want you to explain that recruiting story again. Uh, So you have seen the Fertitta Football Center, and it wasn't like this week. You had seen it in the past. I was uh, here this spring recruiting, uh, obviously, for the other, the other, uh, for the University of Arkansas when I was here. And and, uh, I had a little bit of time between when my last visit, hit as many high schools as I could that day and then I uh, was headed to the airport and I knew I had just enough time I was just going to drive by uh, through campus and just see what it looked like and um, anyway I ended up with another right turn and a right turn and all of a sudden I was right in the middle of the uh, football complex's parking lot I'm like, yeah I'm here look at my wife I got a little bit of time here not much time but just enough time I'm gonna go see if the doors open there was nobody there uh, I don't know. It was strange. So the door opened up. I walked in, checked out the lobby. Uh, this is impressive. Uh, really well done. Showed the support of, of what is here. And then I ended up walking through, walked through the weight room, which leads to the practice fields. And I came up and ended up founding a staircase and went upstairs. And at that point, somebody walked out and they said, hey, you know, can, you looking for somebody? And my story was over. I said, no, not really. This kind of checking it out. The, well, the front door's down there. So. Well, coach is definitely crafty because I don't think any of us have ever gotten into that building. No, it's Without it's going tight. through like five security yeah, checks. Yeah. So. Somebody's <laughs> opening the door, asking why you're there. Right. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It, was, it was the timing. It, yeah. it, it couldn't have been better. It, it, it aligned the, the right way. There it is. No That's doubt. awesome. Uh, yeah. Barry Adams with us. Um, I don't know the – I know Arkansas has well attended the games. I, I can't remember if, uh, if Mizzou always has great attendance. Here, attendance has been an issue. Now that we've got this gigantic stadium – it's 57,000. It's configured for UNLV games for about 37,000. It's always, uh, I think it's always part of the job here at UNLV basketball and football to kind of get people fired up. Um, how do you do that, you know, without taking away from your main duties, which are the football duties? Well, number one, the CEO of, of the program. You've got to wear a lot of hats. But the importance of is preparing our student athletes to go play well. If you do that, there's going to be people that want to be part of it. So that, that's one component of that. It's also I've got to do a tremendous job on being involved in the city. I've got to make the connections and make the relationships real that they want to be part of us. I want, to have, I want people to come watch us practice and see how we structure that. I want them to be invested in us. We're going to invest in them. And then if you do those things and you play really good ball, attendance will be right where it's supposed to be. It will be because Caleb can tell you from watching what happened with the Vegas Golden Knights, Yeah, if you win, nope. they will come. That's right. That, that, is, that is absolutely true. When you win, they come. Um, and then obviously the awareness of that as the CEO, as the head coach, you've got experience in the past as a head coach, but you're a defensive guy at heart. So with what you just said about head coaching and the responsibilities outside of the football field, how important now is it or how how can you configure your role on the field where you're not always X and O's and always yeah. worried about the, the, the play call sheet and nose down in that when you got some other stuff to take care of? That's that's one thing that that I believe um, that I've learned more about myself than anything other. Um, the you know, the first time uh, that I was a head coach there, there's not a manual that they give you and say, OK, this issue turns, you know, comes up, turn to page seven. There's the answer, right? There's no substitute for the experience that I have had now as an SEC head coach. I think 
Now, I'm, I'm not saying I've got it all figured out, but I'm more at peace. I've got a, a, a very good mindset on what the balance needs to look like and the importance that I need to pour into every area. So you're known as a defensive guy uh, for, for fans of the program. What are they going to expect to see on the field from a defensive standpoint when they, uh, when they get to go out there next year? Yeah, I, I, we'll get to the point that it's a group that plays with tremendous energy. They play together. They play hard. They play smart and tough. They're disciplined. They're attacking. Um, we're not going to be a team that sits in just four down and sits there and plays cover two all day. We're going to be multiple. We've got to be uh, – you got to be able to match up athletes. You know, an offense gets, gets all the players, right? So we, we're working with uh, a different group. They're going to be hungry. They're going to play hard together. They're going to play the rel- relentlessly in pursuit of playing winning football. My favorite question of the press conference today was actually the student media person who was like, uh, enough of all this other stuff around the program. <laughs> Let's start doing X's and O's. And we love Caleb especially. He's great on X's yeah. and O's. And we love talking X's and O's. So does John. And uh, just so you know, well, for now, we'll see what happens next year. You know, it's never <laughs> official, but we actually host uh, co-host the coaches show with the play-by-play voice, oh, cool. uh, okay. Russ Langer. So we try to talk a lot of X's and O's. Um, this roster, I'll jump into it, right? I know you got a lot of stuff to get to, but uh, this roster was built for a 3-4. Mm-hmm. So what happens in that transition? What kind of defense do you play, yeah. and how do you adjust? Well, you look at, at, at my history. We've, we've been, this year, we were an odd front, three-down team for the most part. Same thing last year and the year before. I got and really created some of that uh, – through my experiences at Memphis. When I got to Memphis, I was the defensive coordinator there, walked in the first team meeting. We had like 41 guys on the entire team during that time. Um, so we had our first breakout meetings. There were five total defensive linemen on the roster. Like, well, we're going to have to try to find a way to to put our best players on the team. So that's how some of the three-down stuff evolved for me. When I went back to Missouri as a coordinator, it was more of a third-down package. But I think the way that you've got to match up uh, schematically against what offenses are doing and spread attacks, then a lot of times the odd front three down stuff, three high safety look is so multiple and you can do a number of things out of it. And I, from a quarterback perspective, and this, I don't want to get too much X and those. We're just, we're just getting to know you here, but <laughs> quarterback perspective, I always found it harder to look at three down lineups right. and say, let's figure this out because of that multiplicity. Think about the, the, the pre-snap design, okay, yep. where your eyes went as a quarterback. The things that we're trying to do on the other side is make you play left-handed and take away what you do really well, and you can do it by populating numbers in how you align pre-snap. That's fun stuff. I, like, I don't, we don't have much we time. Need to, we need to talk. <laughs> right. We'll, we'll, we'll get after it. We'll get after it. Yes, sir. Yep. So, last one, because I know you have a – no, good jump well, in. Well, I was just, just really curious. You know, obviously we're talking defense. What's your vision for this team offensively? We've got to be explosive. Okay, We've got to be able to spread the field and get the ball to the playmakers in space. We also need to establish the run because – you look at, at, at Arkansas in the last couple of years, and I know when the head coach and offense coordinator, but we led the SEC in rushing the last two years. I think Ole Miss might have passed us this year. We're top five in the country. Okay, um, You can be a spread attack and run the ball. Okay, It's quarterback run game. That's being effective in the way that, that you get a numbers count in the box. Are you handing it off? Are you throwing it in the RPO world? Um, it's one of these days I'm going to, I'm going to become the coordinator of officials Okay, once after I retire, and I'm going to flip the rules back from being offensive rules to, to back to a fair there game. There it is, there it but is. You've got, so all the things that affect me in a, in a yeah. terrible way and don't let me sleep uh, on how to defend, that's what we're going to do on offense. But you also build around your skill set, and it all goes through the quarterback. Last one for Barry Odom, the uh, new head coach of UNLV football. we got like a minute here. Um, coaches come in here oftentimes and they say, hey, w- w- it's all about winning, sure. right? And then all of a sudden they look at the roster, the situation, they're like, oh, boy. And then the, 
their narrative changes. Um, this is a team that went one in ten the last two years in one score games. Mm-hmm. A lot of close. That means they were in a lot of games. That's right. So I heard you mention there's an urgency to win. Can you explain that to Rebel fans about you know when you look at this program, um, you don't expect to go back to two wins and do a rebuild. Yeah. The thing that you know you've got once you make a statement, it's out there. Okay, so now the process and the urgency of building that to make sure you get in those one-score games and you turn the tide in your favor. I'm a firm believer those things happen on your habits, and they start in the off-season program, and they carry out through the summer and spring ball and all those things because your habits will end up defining you in crunch time. So we've got to make the point where our margin of error is zero. Okay, starting off, I get that. Turnover margin's got to be in our favor. We've got to have a tremendous kicking game. We've got to take care of the football, and we've got to play – on defense, on being aggressive enough, not getting up explosive plays and scores. It also comes down to the mindset and the mental toughness of a team and how close we are together to fight when it comes into a moment of you're winning the game or you're losing the game. So the urgency for me to get that message to our team uh, has been fast and furious since we started yesterday at 2.30. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.